Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 329, and I believe I'm officially correct on that. I know that uh, I had a couple episodes there that I, I had already pre-recorded, but I kind of got um, a little lost in the shuffle just with life and so forth. But uh, at any rate, I'm here now, and let's talk. Let's talk. I'm actually in my office um, about to get my day started. And as I got down in my office, I just felt the Holy Spirit <clears throat> tell me or prompt me to say, Hey, let's, um, go ahead and record that episode that, um, you know, you've actually been wanting to record. So, and, and quite honestly, guys, it's, it's a, it's been a, a mixed, I won't say mixed. It's just been a, this this episode right here has been in the making. Let's just say it that way. Uh, it had, didn't come like one overnight thing. Um, I did actually get inspired by Joel Olstein's uh, podcast. Uh, I believe the title of that episode of Joel Olstein, which I'd highly recommend going back and listen to that if you have an opportunity. But it's called Freedom in the Fire. And uh, I took some notes on it, but I wanted to bring about just some insight or just some things that I've get, gathered, you know, from uh, from that episode. And you know, today and normally I don't title my episodes uh, ahead of time, but I kind of I kind of did did on this one right here. And the title of this one is actually going to be called prescribed. Burn, a prescribed burn. So, just in the little bit of research that I did, I quickly found out that actually scientists and you know forestry people they actually go out and do what they call a controlled burn or a burn that is a planned burn. Some they they feel like that this this whole prescribed burn helps with the management of different objectives they might have with protecting you know population fire staff you know weather or probability of weather you know the the whole the whole deal is is to actually have it pre planned this is something that they're going to do. Is something that's going to be controlled, and it can actually be, I guess, rejected at any moment as they have it uh, planned. But you know, the goals and uh, objectives for it can range from public safety to the weather, to you know, meeting some uh, actual needs of the forest that they're starting to see, like. Once the once the burn is is completed, 
and they put out uh, the, the burn that they had, it brings in all this new wildlife. It brings in all this new vegetation. And in actually Joel, uh, Joel Olstein's podcast, he talks about this a little bit, but he also talks about uh, another interesting thing about Mother Nature, which is about the sequoia trees, which I found this very fascinating. So the sequoia trees, for a long time, lightning would strike out there in the redwood forest, and you've heard about fires out there in California, and they're usually caused not by, you know, probably sometimes it's caused by people actually with campfires and stuff like that, but nine times, majority of the time, it's actually caused by lightning. And where the, it gets dry enough out there, the lightning strikes and it basically causes a fire to, to start to happen. Well, interesting enough, you know, people would go and try to prevent this, you know, i.e. a prescribed or planned or controlled fire. Uh, because, you know, if, the, if there's nothing to be burned, then you can't burn anymore, so the, the fire will actually eventually go out. But what people, they would also, you know, you've seen them have the big helicopters and roll across, uh, go into somebody's backyard on TV and scoop up water from a, a pool and, or a lake or, and go out and dump all the water actually out there in the woods. Well, what they didn't realize, and after studying, especially the sequoia trees, that the sequoia trees have these pods or cone-like um, uh, things from the tree that actually house all the seeds for the sequoia trees. And the scientists noticed that there was a, a lack of sequoia trees being grown or growing or new sequoia trees actually uh, having growth uh, being planted. And they wondered why that was. And interesting enough, what they found was that, guess what? That because of the fire, the cone from the fire that would be inside, inside the fire would actually open in the fire. And the seeds would actually spill out on the ground and basically go and create new sequoia trees. And this was just a huge revelation to the scientific community many, many years ago. They realized this, that guess what? All fire is not bad. And I wanted to take you guys, I guess, just on a little journey because here I am. I'm reading through the entire Bible, as, as you, a lot of you guys know, and this will be the second, uh, I mean, I've read it several times, but I guess this is the second year back-to-back -back years that I've actually read the entire Bible, and I'm reading it chronologically, and I'm in the middle of Jeremiah. Actually, I'm on the backside of Jeremiah, but I read this uh, account in the book of Jeremiah, and I really never took notice of this particular person in the Bible. Actually, I didn't know about him until I went back and did a little more research and a little more homework, and his name is Baruch, and I believe I'm saying his name right, and if I'm not, whatever, get over it. <laughs> well, 
this character or this, this person actually in the Word of God, he was actually the scribe or the person that actually went and took all the notes and gathered up all this uh, poems and sermons that Jeremiah did during his lifetime and organized them and put them uh, in a literary form format. Well, and the reason why Jeremiah is so critical is, you know, Jeremiah was a, a, a priest unto the Lord. He was actually a Levite, but he actually became a prophet uh, to the nation of Israel. And there's, there's a whole lot of things that went along in his life of being put down in a cistern to being shipped off to Egypt to being put into jail. I mean, his, his life was a... Uh, a very interesting life. Uh, he actually was the one or one of the main prophets that did prophesy that Babylon was coming uh, and warned the children of Israel multiple times. And lo and behold, in his time, Babylon did come and took the children of Israel. Actually, uh, uh, the the Judeans, the tribe of Judah, away to Babylon. Now, why do I highlight Baruch? All right, why, why do I do that? That's a great question, glad you asked. Well, it has to do with all this prescribed fire stuff. I believe, I believe that any fire that is in your life, any uncomfortable situation, any thing that you didn't ask for to come into your life, any person that came has come into your life that you didn't ask for, any, you know, call it a sickness or call it whatever that you didn't ask for, but all of a sudden it shows up. Well, I want to let you know, Kingdom Success, that, and I really feel like this is just something on my heart that's going to hit you guys, and really help you, because it's helped me, that God has a controlled burn. God has control of the fire. It is a prescribed, a prescript, prescripted, it's already been scripted out, fire that God has control. It's not a fire that's just out of control, but it is a fire that God has this in control. You know, I'm right now. I'm just reminded of the children of Israel, uh, the the three Hebrew boys, young men that were actually put into the fiery furnace. And interesting enough, as they were inside the furnace, the fourth man, which could have been an angel. Some people say it was Jesus himself. Whatever was walking around with these three other men. Now, guess what? In Scripture, the three other men never mentioned the fourth man in the fire. But the onlookers, I believe it was King Nebuchadnezzar or King whoever the king was at the time in Babylon, saw that man. But the three Hebrew boys, young men. Never saw him. So I'm here to tell you guys that guess what? 
God, God has, God's got your back. You might not be able to see him. You might not, you know, visually see, but you know what? I promise you, he is in the fire with you. Now, the fire, just like the sequoia tree, or just like, you know, that prescribed fire that these scientists have for the, for the thing, it's helped to bring out new growth. It's helped to bring out new, uh, new things inside of you, birth new things inside of you that you never thought were there or possible for you. I mean, King David wrote in Psalms, he wrote in Psalms, actually Psalms chapter 4, uh, verse 1, he says, in my distress, I was enlarged, or the Lord enlarged me in my distress. Ever how you want to read I think it's the King James Version, if you go and read that. He even goes, David even goes on to say this in uh, Psalms chapter 66, I think it's verse 12, he says that I went through the fire, I went through the water, but you brought me out into my wealthy place. Some, some, some versions even say, into my place of enrichment or into my place of fulfillment, my rich fulfillment. Just go and find that verse and read that verse. That as, you know, I know, here's the thing. I, I can say this personally right now. That for me, I know that I've been placed into a situation that I didn't ask for. I didn't want. My father passed away, and lo and behold, I've got several of his businesses that I'm working through with my with my sisters and brother-in-law and my wife, and we're having to deal with these different things. And it's not, it hasn't, I didn't ask for any of this. It hasn't been fun. Okay. There's been a lot of difficult things, a lot of emotions that have taken place. And God's been faithful even while we've been in the fire. And this character or this person, Baruch, Jeremiah is in jail and he tells Baruch that guess what? Baruch, I want you to write down the word of the Lord that I'm going to declare right now. And then I want you to go to the temple and read the word that I'm giving right now. And so actually, this is all in uh, Jeremiah 36. This is taking place. And Baruch, this, this scribe, who all, he, all he's doing is, is just, he's just apparently, he's writing down, you know, what's going on in Jeremiah's life. Jeremiah was not writing down his stuff, or he was, I, I don't know. But Baruch didn't ask to go and actually be the messenger or the messenger boy to go and deliver this. So he is put into a extreme difficult situation that he didn't ask for, but he was still obedient to the word that he, he was given by Jeremiah and he obeyed. And on the other side of all that, he later, you, you read this actually, in uh, chapter 45 of Jeremiah, where that they are, um, Jeremiah is kidnapped along with Baruch, 
by the uh, king of uh, the king of, of Judah and taken down to Egypt to escape the Babylonian uh, king. And Jeremiah, uh, before all that, was telling the king, don't do it, don't do this, don't go down to Egypt, just go ahead and surrender, it's in your best interest, you'll actually survive, uh, your family will be preserved, everything will go well. Well, all this is being written by Baruch, and lo and behold, <clears throat> the children of Israel even tell Jeremiah, we'll do whatever you say, just tell us, give us a word from the Lord, and he, that's the word he gave him, stay right here. And Jeremiah even goes on to say, you're not going to obey me. You're not going to obey the word of the Lord. So what, what difference does it make? I'll tell you what you should do, but I already know what you're going to do, basically. Well, Baruch and Jeremiah get shipped down to, the, to Egypt, away from their homeland, away from their homes, away from everything that was comfortable to them. And lo and behold... Baruch is down in Egypt, and I, I don't know exactly the time frame if Baruch is, is still in Egypt, and I, actually Jeremiah 45, uh, if, that's, if that's the case, it, it doesn't really matter, but what I do want to point out to you guys is this right here, and I'm going to get to it, hang on, I want to get to, whoops, this scripture verse that Jeremiah actually gave Baruch in 45. So, <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> so, again, just, just because I, I know that it's, it's difficult. I, I, hey, I know that it's hot. I know that it's uncomfortable inside the fire. But sometimes those seeds of greatness, sometimes those, uh, you know, seeds that are inside of you that are going to produce a huge harvest, half can only come out by the fire, and God knows it, and you've got to know that, and you've got to have faith that just like David again, I go back to David, that even in my distress, the Lord. The Lord enlarged me, or I was enlarged by the Lord in my distress, or I had to go through the fire, I had to go through the water to get to my wealthy place or get to my rich fulfillment. That's the only way it's going to happen. But I want to read to you what actually Jeremiah, after Baruch was faithful, stuck by his side during this whole entire thing. And here's what the uh, prophet told and prophesied to Baruch. I mean, actually, Jeremiah 45, verse 5. It says, let's see, I'll, I'll start with verse 4. Thus you shall say to him, thus saith the Lord, Behold, what I have built I will break down, and what I have planted I will pluck up. That is this whole land. So he's talking, I believe he's talking about uh, the whole entire, you know, um, time that they're in um, either J Jerusalem and they're getting ready to be captured by the Babylonians. So, but now here we go, verse five. And 
Do you seek great things for yourself? He's talking to Baruch now. Do not seek them. For behold, I will bring adversity on all flesh, says the Lord. But, now here we go. Here we go. Here's, here's, here's the promise. But I will give your life to you as a prize in all places wherever you go. That was a promise that was given to Baruch, this scribe, that all he was doing was just being faithful, didn't ask to be put into all these fiery, uh, te- uh, fiery trials or whatever it was, but he was being faithful. And guess what? It says, you as a prize in all places, wherever you go. So it didn't matter. So it, if Baruch, if, if the way that, you know, we as kingdom success people, we get a word from the Lord. We get a insight from the Lord. And as we get that insight, we got to take that insight and we have to hang our hat on that. We have to anchor ourselves into this. And so this word that came to Baruch basically said, look, wherever you go, I mean, that's what it says right there. Wherever you go, your life, he says, I will give your life to you as a prize in all places. So guess what, Baruch? You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're actually going to thrive. You're going to prosper. I mean, even even uh, Jeremiah, I, I know it says somewhere in, I think it's uh, Jeremiah 33, but it, Jeremiah is talking to the children of Israel that are actually in Babylon. And I, I might do a podcast on this possibly some other time, <clears throat> but he says <clears throat> in there, that, and I'm going to paraphrase it, that you are to pray for the prosperity of Babylon. You are to have children and grandchildren and have your daughters and sons marry, actually, in Babylon. And you're to pray for the peace and prosperity of Babylon so that you will prosper yourself. Wherever you go, Baruch, you're going to be fine. You might be in the fire, but you're going to be fine. And gang, I'm telling you that if you're in the middle of the fire, <clears throat> that stay faithful. Look for those seeds of greatness that are going to be birthed inside of you. I, I can already, I, you know, just yesterday I, I had a conversation with my wife that I, I've, I started seeing these seeds start to manifest of opportunities and um, doors opening to me that would never have opened up to me if I wasn't in this fire. And I praise God right now that it's a controlled burn, that it's a prescribed burn, a prescribed fire, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, that I know my authority in in Christ, and God's got my back. He's not going to let the fire burn me, but it is going to produce things inside of me 
that need to be whittled away, that need to be burned off of me, that need to be um, removed out of my life, that didn't need to be there, that guess what? Is going to produce something greater that's going to bring me into my wealthy place that I, that I, without going through the fire, I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have got there. So don't, don't shortcut or don't beg God to get yourself out of the fire. Look around you. Be like the children of Israel that were inside the briary furnace. You know, they were at peace. They weren't running around screaming and, you know, asking to be removed out of the fire. They didn't, no, 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 no. That was not the case at all. Again, you might not see the Lord, you know, uh, doing miraculous things, but he's right there with you. And guess what? The people that are outside the fire watching you will actually see your success. They'll see the hand of the Lord upon you. They'll see the favor of God upon your life. And guess what? They will want to say, whoa, I want that. I want to have that blessing. I want to make the God, this your God, my God. That's what happened to the children of Israel that the king, uh, if it was King Nebuchadnezzar or whoever it was, because of what they did, all of a sudden that king made God his God because of that. So Baruch is an interesting guy, guys. I mean, I, I never had seen his, uh, his story until I, I was reading through the word and digging into just kind of the story of Jeremiah and kind of understanding, you know, all the things were going on, but it's just interesting. And that this small character played a very important role of us actually reading about Jeremiah's life. And he was faithful. And it said that he was going to be prized wherever he went, in all places, wherever he, 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 wherever he went. I love that. That's a promise. And that can be your promise. You can hang your hat on that too, if you want to, right there. So, Kingdom of success. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys and gang will catch you on the other side.